0: This is Denise Nostrom, CEO and founder of Diversified Financial Solutions. Now, more than ever, investment advice is needed. Not just where best to invest your money, but why. Are you investing for your future retirement? Are you retired and looking to maximize your income? Are you maximizing your income and concerned with leaving money for your loved ones? Are you investing for your retirement at the same time saving for your children's education and at the same time saving to buy another home? Are the markets in line with your goals? Are your goals ever changing? Please contact me at 631 758 8691. At 631-758-8691 or visit us at diversifiedfinancial.biz. For over 25 years, I have been helping individuals, families, and business owners navigate through all market conditions with only one goal in mind, my clients. Visit me at diversifiedfinancial.biz or call Denise Nostrom, founder of Diversified Financial Solutions at 631-758-8691. That's 631-758-8691 for a conversation about my most important client, you. Hello and good afternoon. I hope you all had a great week. Thanks for joining me today. And what a day it was or is. It still is, man. It's looking really pretty out there. Uh, Beautiful. We hit a record high temperature today of 70 degrees, which is sweet. I know for some of you, you don't think so, but I love it. Tomorrow is going to be even better. So Mother Nature is giving us the summer we should have had... Um, all summer long, but we're going to see it today and tomorrow on Saturday. So I'll take it. Um, actually, after the show, I'm going to be head down to the marina and take a boat ride. Uh, we still have our boat in the water for all those boaters that are out there. Um, I'm sure I'll we'll see a few of you out there. Um, we are still thankful that we still have it in. Um, and for those of you that took it out, like, you know, you just never know what this this uh, time of the year is going to bring or this season. So uh, we're doing good, but I'm sure it's going to change. And I, I think it's going to change next week. So but that's OK. It's all good. We take it while we can, right? So you are listening to The Financial Chick Show, and I'm the financial chick. My name is Denise Nostrom, the CEO and owner of Diversified Financial Solutions, a full-service independent financial planning firm located in Medford. Your Financial Chick is here to help you make better financial decisions and choices to improve your life and reduce your anxiety and stress about money. If you want to know more about me or my firm, you can check out my website at financialchickshow.com. We are also on Facebook and Instagram at Diversified Financial Solutions, so like our pages to get updates and see what is happening. So, uh, this week was a pretty emotional week for me. Um, uh, my daughter on Monday had her last, uh, gymnastics meet at the high school, Patrick Medford High School. She's a senior and, um, it was senior night. So the younger girls on the team, uh, celebrate the graduating girls by making them posters and baskets to show their appreciation and congratulate them on, um, you know, a good, a good season and really their final, uh, final meet. So my daughter's been doing gymnastics at the high school for five years. She was very um, good, and so she was actually pulled up to the varsity team when she was just in eighth grade. So um, she's always had an affinity for flipping and jumping all over the place. Um, she taught herself a lot of things. Uh, she was she was doing gymnast, uh, excuse me, cheerleading, and as I was a coach for her cheerleading squad uh, since she was five. And um, so, like there, she taught herself a lot of stuff in the in the in the basement, in the living room. I'm really everywhere in the bedroom, bouncing on the bed. Um, so we decided to get her involved with it with a group um, or go to a gymnastics school so she could hone those skills just a little bit better. So we signed her up for gold medal gymnastics when she was around eight years old. Uh, she learned so much, and then she began competing. So um, we were, you know, on Long Island, different uh, places. We were upstate. We were in New Jersey, um, all over the place for those. Those of you that have uh, young children or had young children, you remember those days of, uh, you know, going all over the the, the world, <laughs> it felt like going all over the place, you know, uh, the competing or the games or whatever the case may be. Um, so she's been doing gymnastics for just about 10 years now. Um, but now she's in her last year of high school. Um, and, you know, it just was a very emotional night, you know, because it's like it's an ending, right? It's, it's over. But um we have to like move ahead. You know, you can't stop progress. She's already written her essays for college, and uh, she's even submitted some of her applications for college. Um, you know, strip dripping a few others there. But um, and we're actually going to be go visiting some colleges next week. So it's a very exciting time, and it's sad all at the same time. It's hard when things end, but there's so much to look forward to. Um, I'm sure that this year I'll be doing my fair share of crying. I'm sure you know it's just that time, but. Um, But, well, in other news, uh, it's been another week chock full of stories on the world stage. I guess the good news is that we finally have a Speaker of the House, uh, Mike Johnson, out of Louisiana. And um, I don't think a lot of us know a lot about him, but I'm sure we will get to know him. Um, But it just, uh, it was quite the mockery, everything that was going on, a bit of a a circus. But uh, the good news is that someone is in place, and uh, we're just moving forward. I mean, uncertainty and... Just not having things in order never is good for anybody or anything. So well, we'll see what he has to bring to the table. we um, you know, also we we saw that uh, GDP came in, gross domestic production had come in much better than we had expected. So it's very interesting in the marketplace, and everybody's all over the place and twisted. And what do we do? I'm scared and everything, which is absolutely positively understandable. Um, but if you listen to the news, it's like a roller coaster because they'll be like, "Oh my God, we're going to have a recession." No, we're going to have a soft landing. No. We're gonna, they change their mind literally hour by hour. So, depending on when you flip on that TV, whether you're listening to MSNBC, CNBC, Fox News, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, it's just, it's like you get whiplash. It's like a tennis match, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's gonna be bad. No, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be, listen, focus. We're gonna talk about things as we move along this, but, um, it's it's interesting. And the other thing that came is that people are still spending. So, you know, people talking about they don't have money, but the spending is there. The only thing that's kind of scary, I think a lot of the spending is coming through credit cards. And they just said that credit card debt hit over a trillion dollars. So that's not good. So, you know, we got to remember we're not getting those stimulus che- checks that we were getting during the COVID. Um, you know, we, we were enjoying spending and doing all these things and having Amazon boxes every day at the door. But, um, you know, maybe it's time to to kind of... You know, pull that back and maybe put away some savings or investments and, and kind of twist that around a little bit because uh, that's what you need to do. Um, it's also interesting, if we remember back when Hillary Clinton was running uh, for president against Donald Trump, she spewed that um, that the would-be president, uh, Trump, would get us into war- World War Three. Um, I guess the most intriguing part is that those four years we enjoyed a great deal of peace around the world. Now we have Ukraine, Russia, Palestine, Israel, and now the U.S. had some airstrikes into Syria. So, not to mention, we got North Korea and Taiwan, a lot of unset- unsettling uh, stuff there. And um, you know, how is Iran involved in all of this? So, you know, there's a lot of lot of questions and a lot of uh, interesting things that are going. But um, it's really a messy time. Um, but the unfortunate thing is that the world can see how weak the U.S. is on the world stage. And they're taking advantage of that. Um, so I think the next year or so is probably going to be some volatile times. We're going to continue to see this, this, this again, whiplash and no one knowing and just spewing that they know. But no one really knows. I mean, things can change on a dime. Um, something else that happened, the UAW and Ford have come to an agreement to stop their strike. Uh, The union did get most of their demands. You know, these are the things, you know, it sounds good on the surface, but when you dig down deep, um, unintended consequences, this is going to, however, add approximately $900 per vehicle that you and me would buy if we were to buy an American car. So what's going to happen? You know, people, uh, they're looking to save money, looking to, to, you know, inflation is very high. You want to make your money go as far as you can. You pay any taxes, whatever you get after net after taxes, you want to make sure that goes after you're paying your rent, your mortgage, your phone bill. You want it to go as far as you can. Well, we need a car, but now it's going to be where we're going to get that car. Um, so we may buy American, but the cost factor may force us to buy foreign cars. And, and that's not something, you know, we want to, we want to build America back up and, um, you know, so, we'll see how that plays out. Again, everything's in, in new. It's always interesting to see how all the stuff is going to play out in the marketplace. So, that is a fabulous segue as to what I'm going to discuss today. We are going to talk about the exciting topic of fees and charges. So, in the world that we live in today, uh, everything has fees and charges. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just part, of, uh, part of our life, you know, it's in every aspect of our daily lives—from banking to financial services, government services, everyday purchases, um, professional services. So, here's a general overview of some common types of fees that you may encounter as you move through life. You've got your bank and financial fees, ATM fees. If you don't go to the bank that you belong to, you're going to be charged to get your own money. We know that's sometimes we 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 have to do that, but really, don't make it a matter of ac- a course of action that this is something that you do all the. T- all the time. Those fees are going to add up to be ridiculous. Overdraft fees. Uh, charge when you don't have enough money in the bank. Keep track. I know most people don't keep a checkbook, but whatever your system is, make sure you know what you have in your bank when you're taking money out or doing your spending because those overdraft fees in some cases could be upwards of 30 bucks, and you get those shot along with an ATM fee. I mean, you could be blowing like 50 to 60 bucks a month on, on things like that. Uh, monthly maintenance fees. Some banks charge a, a monthly fee for account maintenance. Know that there's... Banks out there, or better yet, credit unions that don't do that, so you can save on that. Wire transfer fees, credit card fees. Um, you know, there's there's annual fees, late payment fees, balance transfer fees. We got government uh, fees, taxes, licensing permits, passports and visa fees, vehicle registration fees, retail and shopping fees telecommunication fees, utility fees, travel fees. You get the point, right? I mean, every every day we're, we're, we're dealing with different fees and charges. So we're running into the break, but um, what we're going to talk about is some of those fees. And then we're going to segue that into financial advisory. And what do you pay? How does an advisor get paid? And yes, we do get paid and we should get paid for the things that we do. And there's some people that shouldn't, but that's another story. So you're listening to The Financial Chick Show. This is Denise Nostrom, the company's diversified financial solutions. I help you look for solutions when you feel like there are none. Stay tuned after the break. <music> Welcome back this is Denise Snowstrom the financial chick my company's in Medford and you can reach me at six three one seven five eight eight six nine one or visit my website at financial dot com I'm here to help you on your financial journey over the years things change and I'm here to help you navigate all those changes so before we had to take the commercial break we were talking about fees all the fees and expenses that were charged in our life uh, so we, we, we have it every day you know there's there's a whole bunch of stuff we talked about the banking fees ATMs overdraft fees uh government fees when you have to uh, get your license or permit fees, passport, visa... Uh, fees, reg- vehicle registration, court and legal fees, retail and shopping. We got the sales tax, the shipping, restocking fees sometimes, convenient fees, telecommunications for your cell phone, cell phone fees, internet and cable TV fees, utilities, travel fees, education fees. You get the, the thing. I have a whole list here if you're ever interested. Um, it's quite harrowing. Uh, it, it's just amazing how many fees uh, that we have to pay for things. And What's interesting about it is that, you know, sometimes we're, uh, you know, I think a lot of us do comparative shopping. I know I do. You know, I'll go online and I'll try to see if I'm looking for concert tickets or maybe for go to a ball game or travel you know, to see what's the best way. If I flew into this airport and everything like that, and the unfortunate thing is that you never get to the bottom line. Well, you do, but it's usually too late. So uh, one one example was that uh, you know you kind of look for for some tickets uh, to a concert, and you're like, okay, that's good. If I can go in this section, or maybe if I go a little bit closer, I can I can find out. You know, I can see a little bit better, or whatever. You know, so you you try to get a cost that will be within your price range. Then you say, okay, it's going to be, I don't know, say 70 80 $100 a ticket. But then, once you see all the fees, you're walking away with about a buck twenty, maybe buck twenty-five, and you're like, "Wow, that was really not in my budget because I wanted to spend like a hundred, and now I'm paying like twenty to thirty dollars more." So this happens time and time again. But you know, a lot of the companies know that because you know you're doing all that research. You definitely want to go to that bowl game. You definitely want to go to that concert, and you get through the whole system, and then you're ready to click to pay. And what are you gonna do? You're gonna like start all over again. So they know they got you by the. Well, you know what I mean by that. They got you, right? Um, so we do pay for fees uh, all the time. And sometimes we know where they go and sometimes they don't. So segueing that over to, as a financial advisor, how do we get compensated? Because that's the biggest thing. I mean, everybody is fee conscious. Well, they are, but they're more fee conscious than other places. Somehow, some way, they think financial advisors get paid millions of dollars, right? And we do well. I'm not saying we don't, but... You know, we're giving you a service to not like blow money, but we're giving you a service to create wealth and to build money for you. But at the same time, we make money for doing that. So as an independent financial advisor, I don't have anybody paying my paycheck. You know, I don't have like, you know, a boss that's, that's. I have my own company. So somebody that's paying me to do this for my clients. Basically, I am doing this as an independent and... What's interesting about it is that I'm so conscious of fees also. Like, I would never – I'm the kind of person that I would never do to somebody or – like, I know I hate hate fees, so I wouldn't charge people exorbitant fees. Or like, I know I hate when people don't call me back, right? So I make sure that I have a, a rule in my office. We get back to people. If I can't personally do it within 24 hours, we're calling you back. Because how freaking annoying is that when somebody you call and you need information and they take like a week? There's some companies that I deal with that are like, oh, we're going to get back to you in like 10 business days. Like, what is that? So I have a bunch of systems in my office to make sure that those things don't happen. So the SEC, Securities Exchange Commission, uh, tells all of you as as investors out there to ask financial professionals how we get compensated, and we're very, very willing. Well, I shouldn't say we all. I am very willing to tell you exactly how I'm get compensated. So, yes, there's several ways. One is by fees. Um, if you do a financial analysis that we're pulling together your expenses and all of your, your, uh, your statements and your, your pension booklets and your kids' accounts and, and, and maybe you have series bonds, series E bonds, and we're pulling everything together like a full health exam. So that's going to take time. And we, I charge a fee for that financial analysis. Okay. Then once we get that all set, now we're gonna take a look at what it is that you need to help you meet your goals. So, you know, and not everybody does a financial analysis. I would say most of my most of the people that come to me do. You know, I do have the one-offs, like I I have somebody just recently that came and wanted to do a Roth IRA with me, a younger person. And, you know, we look at the fees versus um commission. You know, so there there's this whole thing in in, in the industry that, you know, the industry wants to go toward fees. And you know, annual fees are good, but in some cases, commission is not a terrible thing. So let's talk about it. So basically, with commissions, um, mutual, but basically looking at mutual funds. Now, if you're a brand new investor and you want to start a Roth IRA, or maybe you want to start a, a 529 for your child, you're probably not coming in with a whole lot of money. And, and it, quite frankly, y- y- you can't, because if you're doing a Roth IRA, there's maximums that you can put into a Roth IRA. So maybe you want to do... $50 a month, $100 a month, or maybe you want to throw $1,000 in and then ratchet it up to you know the, the full amount, the $6,500 if you're under age of 50, um, by the end of the year. So with this, it behooves you to do something in a mutual fund arena that would be commission-based. Now, this is not the worst-case scenario. So basically... A mutual fund will give you an opportunity to be diversified right away. So, you can't go into, like, say, a stock account and buy, like, five stocks. You know, if you come in with $1,000 or $100 a month, you're not going to be able to do that. So, a mutual fund, basically, you pay an upfront charge. Let's say it's a 5% commission. Every time you put new money in, you're charged that commission. So... That part of that money, that's how a a financial advisor gets compensated. Part of it goes to the company. Part of it goes to me. So I'm not charging you to sit down. I'm not charging $250, $300 just to sit down with me to open up an investment. we are just open up that investment. We're explaining what you have to do. But I get compensated for doing that. And... Then we meet again and I'm monitoring that investment. So if that investment, us we picked uh, XYZ fund and now the fund is not doing so well or we have a better opportunity or we can add another fund. These are all the things that either you do that yourself for no money and do it for free or you have somebody advise you. So we do get compensated on a commission type of basis. We also get from a mutual fund what's called a, uh, a trail. The trail commission comes, uh, it's usually you know, 25 basis points. It's, it's a, a, a nominal fee. It is part of parcel of, of the mutual fund that, that, that you pay. Um, but that's, you know, I want my clients to make money. So if I'm getting that that trail commission on a quarterly basis, I want you to do well. Because if you're doing well, that means I'm doing well. If you're not doing well, then I'm not doing well either. So we're kind of on the same side of the table, so to speak. You know, and my goal is, I mean, why would I be in the business if I want to lose you money? Like that just like, it, it just does it. like this whole fiduciary, best interest. I want my clients to do well because if I have my clients do well, they're going to stay with me they're going to add give give me more assets to manage for them and they're probably going to tell a bunch of their friends and family about me and and I've been very blessed in 27 years that's how my practice has been so we've got the commission commission's not bad it's not a bad thing you pay commission when you sell your house you buy a house all right but another uh, way that you may want to look at it is like a fee based account. So now you may not want to pay anything upfront. So the fee based is something that you pay on an annual basis. Again, you're on the same sheet of music. When, when, uh, you know, the account goes up, yeah, we make a little bit more money, but so are you. When the accounts are down, we're making less money and so are you, but we're on the same sheet of music. And it's our goal to help you to reach your goals. So we're not here to hinder, but we do need to get compensated. And, You know, we have forms that we have to show everybody, so you know exactly what you're paying. When, like I, the example I said before, you don't know what you're exactly paying until you get to the end of that online ticket purchase to know what all the fees are. You're going to know, and you should know. And if you don't know, you need a new advisor and you should give me a call. So, and then if you're looking at insurance or annuities, those things have different pricing structures. You're not typically paying up front. You know, maybe you're paying a premium for insurance, annuities, depending on how you're putting it together. Everything has a cost, but having a cost doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing if, in fact, you're not benefiting, you're not getting value. And then, you know, you got to move on. But if the person's doing a good job for you, yeah, we do get paid just like the rest of you. You know, you wouldn't go to your go to your job and and, and not get paid. And say, no, it's okay. Listen, I like being here, and um, you know, I just want to do this. Uh, you know, just because I, I I enjoy it. Listen, we all have bills, we all have mortgages, we have everything. So paying for service is not a bad thing. If you can do it yourself, do it yourself. We had an interesting thing. We had a client that um, had passed, and then the beneficiary, uh, we had a conversation with them, and they um, had to do the paperwork, and the husband was adamant, like, no, nah, I want to do this myself. I'll do it myself. We need to get the account moved over. Unfortunately, we got the account back. They messed up the paperwork big time, and the actual person made themselves the beneficiary on her own account. Okay, so I'm just saying you may not know as much as you do, but if you do, that's what you need to do. Just know that when you need help, we're here. So... I want to thank you all for listening. Remember, let's do better and be better. I'm excited. I'm heading for the East End tomorrow for a wine tour on this beautiful day. But have a great weekend. Until next Friday. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Blackridge Asset Management and Diversified Financial Solutions are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services.